0: Welcome to The Down sports talk and real estate with Sean Carpenter of Coldwell Banker in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Risser of Fidelity National Title in Tampa, Florida, and Todd Meininger of Cummins, Georgia. Listen in as they discuss the week in sports and toss in a pinch of real estate too. Now your hosts, Sean, Todd and Bill.
1: Hey, just a quick note before Sean takes over the show, the recording of this episode was a little bit choppy due to uh, Tropical Storm Gordon hitting the Florida area, so bear with us through this episode, and hopefully next week we'll be storm-free and back and better than ever. Thanks.
2: Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show with Sean Carpenter here in Columbus, Ohio, and my good buddies Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger coming to us from the coast of Florida. We'll find out that in a minute. And Shay Brewer, our West Coast correspondent, actually coming to us from the ATL. All four guys in the Eastern time zone today uh, to catch up on sports. Let's let's go around the horn. Bill, how's it going, man?
1: Things are great. Uh, let's see. I'm going to show you. I'm drinking a Florida cracker. And my wife said, oh, it's beer on the podcast. So she bought me Guinness potato chips. I don't know what that Ooh. means. But wow. anyway. so there you go. Things are good here. Things are uh, the, the the long weekend's great. Uh, Tropical Storm Gordon is affecting things. It's, uh, we had some massive rain here today again. By the way, um, uh, twelve inches of rain in Tampa Bay in the month of August. Where I grew up, if we got seven inches of rain in a whole year, that was a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Gee, it's, been, that's it's, been, it's been a little different.
2: I saw some of your uh, maybe Instagram bill some of your pictures of the storm coming in.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know we, we're up mm-hmm. elevated, so you can look out over the bay and you can see it. Just coming right at you, you coming know, in, sheets. coming yeah. in out of the east, and yeah, it's it's no big deal to the people that live in the east coast. It's, you've grown up with it, but it's uh I don't know if it'll ever get old.
2: Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah.
3: So, what's going on with you, Todd? Hey, Sean. Um, I found my, I find myself in uh, St. George Island, Florida, uh, just south of Apalachicola. Um, taking a long weekend Labor Day. Uh, Jenny's parents have a house down here, so feeling very fortunate to uh, be able to come here and and enjoy the. Uh, the good times they've had a ton of rain too, Bill. Um, yeah. it's crazy. And, uh, I miss it. Sean, you remember in college, Florida weather is so funny. I mean, storms just roll in and out. Uh, whereas, you know, where we're from now, um, you can tell the whole day what the whole day is going to be like, but right. it's a uh, fun watching the uh, storms roll rolling and out for sure. You got it,
2: man. And Shay, what's going on with you, man? You were down in ATL. Tell us, well, tell us why you're, why you're back home.
0: Oh man. Great weekend. and was able to come to Atlanta and, uh, Cheer my Auburn Tigers to the first victory of the season! Uh, fantastic, man. Got to spend some time with friends and family. Um, on a lighter note, make sure that if you have somebody that you love, let them know you love them. Don't be afraid to tell people you love them, and definitely value and appreciate the family you have. Um, nothing's bigger than family. Nothing's bigger than family. Mm. So. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Did you lose someone this weekend, Shay, or just to, um, just, just just getting back around family makes you feel that? Way?
0: Well, I, I, came home, I came to Atlanta for the game and ironically enough, just after the game ended, my grandmother suffered a massive heart attack. So, um, kind of a bittersweet weekend. It's been a lot of time at Northside hospital, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all good, man. You just get to be around that love and that energy. And sometimes it's all you need to feel someone to, to keep them going.
1: So. Well, it's, it's great that you were there. It's great that you were home. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Mm. yeah send some good thoughts to, to, grandma, uh, grandma brewer and, or whatever her name is. And, uh, we'll, we'll uh, We'll, we'll, we'll keep a good thought for it, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. So mm-hmm. let's, let's let's start in college football, man. Let's mm-hmm. let's go right to the epicenter of probably the biggest <clears> game <throat> and as far as rankings. Uh, Shay, why don't you take us inside the uh, the MBS? I think is what they're calling it, right, Todd? The M- Mercedes Benz Center or s-
3: Stadium. Stadium. Yep. Stadium.
2: Uh, center. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> <Good> Florida spelling <laughs> there. <laughs> M- MBS. Uh, go Gators!
1: Go Gators! I'm sorry. Shay, <laughs> tell,
2: tell us tell us about the game, man. It was a uh, tell you it was a uh, it was a a slobber knocker of a game ex two, two really strong defenses. And I, man, I, I don't know about you, but it seemed like Washington got inside the red zone like 10 times and, and only walked away with 16 points.
0: Yeah. They couldn't score in the red zone. They couldn't score in the red zone. Um, side note, Todd, you can definitely speak on this. That stadium is absolutely amazing. If you, Sick, if huh? you ever get a chance to go in there, it's amazing. It's Some not the best really bad... doors I've ever seen.
3: Do, do you <laughs> notice the doors and hardware shank, Pretty good stuff, right? <laughs> no it's
0: yeah go ahead
3: oh the old yeah i'm gonna let you expound on you've been there um you know yesterday the day before uh the only knock on the stadium it's not good for concerts they haven't figured out the acoustics but as far as the facility i heard it's it's just absolutely amazing
0: yeah just just top notch man top notch uh the concessions uh it's it's dynamic pricing on the concessions so the concessions are super low you're paying five six dollars for a beer and you know two dollars for a hot dog it's it's amazing oh you can drink free refills on sodas it's 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 awesome man it's something for everyone to do uh reasonable pricing on plenty restaurants and just great vintage points if you even wanted to stand and watch the game just awesome stadium um but the game itself oh man like i love college football and i'm so excited college football is back but isn't it sloppy the first week of the season? It's just yeah. penalty after penalty after penalty. The first week of the season, um, just, just a lot of flags. I, I think the third quarter itself took almost an hour to make it through the third quarter of the ballgame, mm-hmm. just because it was so many penalties.
2: So what, did, what, you know, what was the vibe in the stadium? I mean, it had to be, what, 80%
0: Auburn fans there? 80? 95 one one would think I don't, I don't know how it viewed on television a lot of a lot of washington support really? i'd even argue 70 30 a lot, a lot of wow. washington support way more than i was anticipating hmm.
2: must have been those cheap uh, southwest flights from uh, seattle to to washington
3: not- atlanta has got atlanta has got a little of everyone there so i mean i'm sure people traveled in but i i'd, I'd be curious to know what the washington alumni uh, atlanta club how many how many people are there yeah
2: so let's 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 just talk about the the significance of that game, guys. Um, we talked a little bit about it last week, but is Washington now as the Pac-10, you know, one of the Pac-10 big boys? Are they out of contention, for, or do you think they can still run the table and and uh, and have a lot of say in, in what happens? Yep,
1: I say the second oh. thing. I'll go. I'll go real quick. Shay. I, I say the second thing. I think I think they played very well, in, I'll call it a road game, not a neutral site game. And uh, yep. Really showed themselves well. I think just a couple key mistakes in the red zone, and that's a they they could be a W. So uh, they just got to go back and take care of business in the Pac-12. And they they still, well, once again, it's that early loss that doesn't mean as much as that loss in week 12, right? So uh, I think I think they've got. They're by no means are they done. And I would have said the same thing for Auburn if they lost a close game,
2: right? I think yeah,
1: pretty pretty.
2: Both teams still kind of control their own destiny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, win it, win
1: it in. Yeah. They
2: both they both have enough uh, big games ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They could impress voters and they could get spotlight on, on
1: yep. themselves. Yep. Yeah, Bill hit on the head. Uh,
3: you can survive an early loss, especially versus um, a very quality opponent. Arguably, uh, a road game, but we'll call it a neutral neutral site. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is they'll be they'll be fine if they take care of their business.
2: Shea, break down your thoughts on the Auburn Tigers with Jared Stidham behind the uh, behind center.
0: I wasn't as impressed as everyone is. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm a little more. Uh, I'm a little more tough uh, because of my allegiance there. But uh, I think that Stidham has a, has an amazing arm. He definitely telegraphs a lot of his passes. Uh, offensive line still needs a little work, and I think that he struggles going through his progression. Uh, and also. Just struggled to run the football too. I mean, you can contribute some of that to Washington's defensive line, but Auburn's run game was pretty much non-existent for the entire first half. Uh, that's going to be a huge problem when the SEC play starts.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey Shay, I noticed it, the first drive. It seemed like Auburn just whatever they wanted to do, they could do it. They drove down, scored. It was a piece of cake. But then, but then I I, I texted. I think Sean had, uh, said it really seemed like uh, that. The, the adjustments were made quickly by the Washington, uh, you know, DC to say we got to change some up here a little bit because then all of a sudden Stidham wasn't as effective. Is that do you, you kind of did you sense that there?
0: Yeah, I think it's tempo. So the tempo yeah. is hard to read. You know, when you when you come down to the south and you play those SEC teams that play at a fast tempo, yeah. but they're still predominantly running teams, you don't really know what to expect. In the Pac-12, everyone's throwing the ball around the yard, but no one's really running the football first. Auburn's still a primary running team, so you want to you bring more guys into the box, but then they open it up on you, and it's yeah. just like surprise.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and yeah. you don't have
0: time to adjust on the drive. You know, you have to right. adjust uh, – when you're off the field, when that unit's off the field. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, guys, let's do this. Let's, let's ride through the top 25 and hit a couple other games um, and just get your thoughts, anyone who wants to jump in. Uh, Bama took care of business. Uh, Tua Taglivoa uh, was the starting quarterback. I don't think that's any surprise uh, as much as media tried to make it uh, a thing, which we'll hit on it in just a second. But did any of you guys have a chance to see Bama? They looked, they looked really strong on offense, uh, more so than on defense. But – they were going up against a, a clearly overmatched Louisville team without Lamar Jackson.
3: Yeah, I, didn't see, I didn't see much of that game, Sean. Um, I was watching some other ones, um, you know, probably because I thought it wasn't going to be uh, a close game. I thought Alabama was going to do what they did. So um, I credit them of being so dominant all, over the past couple of years. I, I kind of uh, passed over that one.
1: Well, I, I, my comment is, you know, we, we've, we chatted about it yesterday, Tua versus uh, Jalen. You know, what's going to happen there? There's no way that uh, Saban's going to play them both as they get into the regular season, you know, the the SEC season. So what's going to happen there?
3: What do you think? Uh, I read that he's got, you know, he's two as a starting quarterback, and they're going to have, you know, packages for Jalen Hurts. And, Sean, I'm sure you're going to get to it. But, man, Saban had a really bad moment, I think, (laughs) when when the ESPN reporter uh, Maria – I forget her last name – asked that question – I'm glad he apologized, but it's, you know, I kind of shook my head and shame on him. Um, <laughs> she's paid to ask those questions, and it's a, a viable, uh, legitimate question. So, so sad to see that, but um, I guess he apologized, so we all make mistakes. But
2: what, what do you think of that, Sean? So, well, here's my question. Um, he, he clearly uh, was was gruff. Probably a hundred times he's been asked the question, if not a thousand times he's been asked the question. Um, is it is it because people don't like Sabin? Is it because she was a, it was a female reporter? Would it have been any t- different reaction if it would have been um, Todd? Uh, you know the guy. I think it, Todd, Rinaldi, Tom Rinaldi, or, or one of those guys. Or Tom Rinaldi. Is yeah. it because it was a female? Because because Shay, you know Pop. This is how Pop treats every reporter. The only time Pop didn't report like this was Craig Sager uh, when he came back from his uh, from his cancer treatment.
0: I, I think with the Saban thing, it was one big thing. It was tone, you know. Now, now in Saban's defense, it's he's cut, he's on the field. It's I right know. after a game. You're in the you're in the heat of the battle. Like he, his mind's in a different place, and I'm sure he's been pounded with this question all summer long, and he's he's tired of it. But the tone in which he delivered it, yeah, I think, is what threw a lot of people.
2: Shay, I completely agree. The tone was an issue. Let me ask you a question though: Was there any fan watching that game at that time of night, eleven thirty at night? That, that said to themselves, gosh, that was a great game. But I really want to know, what does, what is Saban going to do about these two quarterbacks? Was there anyone watching? I mean, she felt like people say she had to ask the question. For who? For who does she have to, have to ask that question? It was very clear that Tua is now the starting quarterback.
0: I, I mean, I want, to, I want to hear Todd's take on this too, but I think that Alabama is an easy target. Everyone wants to hate who's on top, right? They win time after time after time. And Saban's been kind of animated. He's kind of interesting to hear what his response will be, and as a reporter, you kind of want to catch them off guard when they're not prepared for those questions for a hot take like she got, right? So isn't that kind of what she was going for, for a hot take?
1: Isn't it a feather in her cap now? She's that reporter that got under Sabin's skin and got him to kind of say something a little off, you know, maybe just a little, like I said, didn't, didn't have the proper tone or could have said it a different way, but he was just tired of the question. So that's good. I think it, for her, there's no. she's not affected in any negative way by this. She's happy that she got him to react.
3: Yeah, Sean, so my take is you can argue the merit of the question. Was it a good question? She has they, – they they typically have two questions, right, when they're coming off the field. Um, is that a good one to use? Um, my, my disappointment was just, you know, Saban, this is what he gets paid for. He gets paid to answer dumb
1: questions. Over, um, over and over and over. Right?
3: Yes. I mean, it's just – and you don't know. He's answered that question a thousand times. This could be the uh, – for one viewer, this could be the first time they're watching Alabama football, right? So, as a reporter, uh, I agree, I, I see where you're coming from, Sean. As far as you know, wasn't the best question, probably not. But I just thought it was cheap and the tone. It's just—just just answer the question and go celebrate with your your yeah. kids a good victory. Um, he gets paid a lot of money to handle stress. You know that's that's part of his job, and he does want to hurt Jalen Hurts' his feelings. He wants to make sure he's viable and valuable with the team. Tua could be hurt next week, and Jalen's your quarterback again. It's very delicate sure. him handling this situation, but it's like, come on, Nick, just answer the question. Especially, I mean,
2: especially as I don't know Tua is on the field. I think you know.
3: Yeah, he's one hit away. Jalen's your guy. You gotta you gotta love him up and and uh, and make sure he feels wanted and valuable and not, um, you know, feel disrespected. He he got beat out by a great quarterback. Um, Tua is a quarterback. Jalen's an athlete. And he won what twelve games in a row. You couldn't replace him last year until they had to halftime of the Georgia national championship game. You know, so um, he's feeling stressed. But hey, that's 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 why you're paying a lot of money, um, Bill. You have stress, Shay, Sean. <laughs> we got to deal with it with our job. So I was just a little disappointed in the way he handled it. But hey, he's you know he's human. He's allowed sure. to uh, he's allowed to have a reaction. So all right,
2: let's get to next next one's. quick quickly clemson and georgia both win kind of uh games they should have won both of those games heading into big games this week clemson on the road at texas a&m um that's gonna be college game day's uh site and georgia uh wins over austin Pe- austin p Pe- and they go to they're gonna go to south carolina which we'll talk at the back end of the top 25 wow um that's gonna be a hell of a game georgia already opened up as a nine and a half point favorite and clemson is a 13 point favorite in uh, in texas a&m so uh and- hey sean
3: uh, sorry, I just jumped in here. Jenny went to pharmacy school in Georgia. Dude, that team looks stout. That team yeah. is loaded. Um, their backup quarterback, Justin Fields, played as a good, true he? freshman. He
2: oh, just he, he looks. He, he throws and, in a, a tight spiral. Yeah.
3: And Fromm's personality, he's hes Jake Fromm. He's good. Put him in, he'll play. I don't think there's uh, an ego battle, but that's another situation where how are you going to balance these quarterbacks and have both of them ready?
2: Yeah. Uh Wisconsin wins going away. Ohio State drops seventy-seven on the board. Uh but they gave Woo! up twenty-eight points. Uh not not too many people here locally happy, but uh they beat arguably one of the worst D D five teams, uh power five teams in the in the country in Oregon State. Uh and they give up twenty-eight points. So um Urban is back. Playing on campus vanilla defense
3: playing vanilla defense, right, Sean?
2: Yes, exactly. Urban was allowed I mean, to be back on back on campus today. Um, He can't coach the next two games, but he can be on campus. He can be at practices. Um, He just can't be anywhere on the campus or near the team on, um, can't be near any game day. Game day. Yeah. Um, So Wisconsin, Ohio State, Uh, Oklahoma. Woo! How about Oklahoma dropping the hammer on Florida Atlantic? Lane Kiffin. Wow. Social media gaffe that went out after the game in, uh, in South Florida.
1: No, I didn't see that. What was it? So
2: the Florida Atlantic, someone had the bright idea to have a text message prepared to go to all alumni that said, how about FAU's big win over Oklahoma? Oh. Would you like to donate money? Oh. And, it, and it went out anyway, after hmm. the 63 to 14 loss um, wow. in Norman.
1: I'll tell you wow. what, I- I take my takeaway from that game is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is wow. a stud. I mean, what he's—they he, say he's five ten. The dude's 5'7". I mean, there's no way <laughs> and, on his tippy on his tippy toes, right? And and the fact that he's already signed—he's going to be an outfielder with the Oakland A's. He signed a four point six million dollar signing bonus with them. He's a millionaire playing college football. Yeah, and cool. he, he's only made he, his coach is going to make his co- uh, uh, the coach uh, Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Signed for four point seven. He's only, he's 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 making a hundred thousand less than the coach of the team. <laughs> Signing bonus. I love it. That's so, pretty sweet. He's, so, so he's
2: playing one year and he's done.
1: His yeah, deal they, with the A's is he's off to spring training and he's they out. look
2: good. Yeah. All right, let's as we go down the, the rankings, we're gonna hit team number eight. Clearly, maybe overranked <laughs> in Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Shay, I see you smiling hey, on Shea, that one.
1: Shay, um, you and I just sit back, let the two Florida boys have fun with this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, was that an ass beating by LSU across the board? I mean, the lines weren't even close. The defense was out of out of control. The, the, the oh my gosh, Should Todd, jump in there, Shay, jump in there, because that was a um, could have been worse. I mean, LSU finding uh, themselves a couple times inside the twenty. Uh, and, and settle for field goals?
3: I'll raise my hand, Sean. Um, I gave Miami way too much credit, and I have a personal thing with LSU, uh, with, you know, what happened the last couple of years. Boy, do they look good. Um, I think they had a question at quarterback, and those questions were answered. But I was just surprised how inept Miami was. Just, I thought they had a better squad, Mark Rick. Hey, maybe it's week one blues. Maybe they'll bounce back. Um, but I was surprised. Uh, I I took Miami in the game in in my little pick'em pool, and it wasn't even close. Oh. It wasn't even close.
2: Say, what did you see in that game?
0: Uh, LSU's quarterback, uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Bur- Burrows, yeah, right, Burrows, yeah, Ohio yeah. State guy transfers <laughs> down, and uh, he didn't miss a beat, did he? <laughs> no, he- <Mm-mm. laughs> that was a beat down. That was he a beat down. That game
2: well. He's a coach's son. He uh, he had kind of a you know as you would expect, uh, kind of a vanilla first quarter, they, you know, a bunch of, bunch of out passes and a bunch of, uh, quick slants. Um, but, but he's the one that audibled into that running play on their first touchdown, uh, which was a great mm. call. And then it really opened up, you know, that run brought Miami's uh, eight guys into the box. And then, and then he just started picking and popping across, you know, that 15 to 20 range. Um, they looked really strong. Um, how about Penn state barely beating Appalachian state? Uh, t- took them to overtime. App State probably should have won that game if they wouldn't have scored maybe too quickly, the old scoring too quickly problem.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, but Penn State, Michigan State, and Oof. Michigan are the next three in the rankings. Uh, uh, Penn State survives. Michigan State barely survives, right? Barely survives over Utah State on Friday. And let's get, let's get to Michigan, the third of the top 25 teams to lose. Jim Harbaugh now 0-17 <laughs> against ranked teams
1: mm.
2: on mm. the road. That's not good. Hmm. Billy, but it was your favorite sign, Catholics versus khakis.
1: Catholics versus khakis. Yeah, I dug <laughs> that one.
2: <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I, I know. What do you What do you say? Um, I mean, no, Michigan, here we go again. So all now it seems like they're already just going to start playing for the Ohio State game, try to win that, and save a season. Because I don't think they're going to do very well in the Big Ten
2: offense just looked horrible. It was I mean, bad, they, bad. They were really bad.
1: Yeah. So, it's uh we'll see. And I mean, and their vaunted defense, the vaunted defense of Michigan looked average. So, that's, I, that's a big problem. I was really
3: wrong <laughs> in the Miami game and the Michigan game. Wow. I totally totally misread both those. Um, Notre really? Dame looked good and Mich- Michigan looked bad. They yeah. just looked bad. That's they why that's, why, bunkies, that's good, why bookies, that's why bookies love you, Todd. The good news is <laughs> Kirk
2: Herbstreit was wrong. Hey, everyone
3: games. loves me, Bill. Everyone
1: loves me. That's, true, that's, that's
2: true. true. Kirk Herbstreit and the guys on game day were wrong on both those games too, Todd. So you're right there. Ah, with
1: you. Woo! There you go. Yeah.
2: Um, Stanford wins on Friday night. Um, Notre Dame wins. USC wins. TCU wins big. West Virginia over Tennessee. Let's talk about that game for a second.
3: Wow. Yep.
2: Boy, Tennessee does not, did not <laughs> look good. Miscombobulated from the beginning. Their very first play was a fumble. Um, just, you know – they they had a long halftime rain delay. Boy, did rain affect like half of the games this yeah. weekend? And Three games are delayed. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. Um, but West Virginia played played strong. Will Greer, a good, not as good as Philippe Franks, Todd, but a pretty good first, first game uh, for for West Virginia. Mississippi <laughs> both Gators, that's,
1: both Gators. Let's wait until we get to the end of the year on that the assessment, there, boys.
2: <laughs> Mississippi State wins big tonight. We have FSU versus Virginia Tech. Jay, who do you got tonight?
0: FSU. FSU. DeAndre Francois is back. Um, I think FSU is going to surprise a lot of people in the ACC this year. Um, the defense will take a step back, but I think the offense is going to take two steps forward.
2: Okay. Todd, who you like tonight? Um,
3: F-L-O-R-I-D-A-S-T-A-T-E. Sucks. Florida State. There you Florida go. State, State. <laughs> 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 but 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 Sean fell for the bait. We used to always uh, we to scream sucks after uh, in the fans. So um, Sean transitioning real quick. I hate to do it, but uh, excited about my Gators. They looked awesome. It's a it's a new big deal. We beat uh, Charleston Southern, but um, the best Twitter feed I saw was after we were up twenty eight to nothing. It said under McIlwain we would have four field goals. Eddie Pinero would have four field goals right now. Um, Long way to go, uh, but very excited. I've unfortunately got to, uh, got to
2: get, I'm getting texts like crazy. Um, Good luck boys. Appreciate the show. Go get them. Bill, what do you think tonight, man? Are you, uh, you're, you're in that zone there in Tampa where there's some Gator fans. There's some, a lot of, a lot of Florida state fans there.
1: Yeah. Then we got Bulls, and we got golden Knights and we got, uh, Eagles and Hawks and whatever. We got everything. Um, and there's a Florida state bar three blocks from me. So I got to walk by that <laughs> every, uh, every time I'm out. And so it's packed with people right now. Um, I think Florida state wins. I'm going to go, I think I, I agree with Shay's assessment that, and Deandre Francois was fun to watch last year before he got hurt. So, um, hopefully look for big things from them. And, you know, um, I, I <laughs> it's funny, you know, the, the only gear I own is Florida. Because right. of you and I went right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I went to Florida. Yeah, I know. I went to a game at Florida. Let's That's make clear on that. Yeah, yeah. So, um,
2: well, so I don't know much important. about Virginia Tech, so they, they may surprise all of us. But I, you know, we know the names DeAndre Francois. You know, obviously, we pay a little more attention to them on the radar. Um, should be a good game. Going to be electric atmosphere. Obviously, first game for Willie Taggart. Um, UCF wins big on uh, Thursday night. Boise State uh, takes care of business on the road. Texas. Let's talk about Texas. Shay.
0: Ooh, man,
2: again, right? I know, right?
0: <laughs> back to back to Maryland, right? Two I mean, they... years in a row, you lose to Maryland. Now, now, granted, everyone knows the Maryland situation. They're playing inspired football. They had a teammate to pass, and they're playing without their coach, so they're playing inspired ball. But Texas is a team that a lot of people thought you know could make the college playoff Robert this Smith year. picked them to win the championship, right? <laughs> man, <laughs> again, and, and it's one of those things. And and I will talk on Texas how can a Texas team, even a West Virginia team compete with someone like Oklahoma who puts so many points on the board. Right. And it's the same thing with Ohio state. We talk about Michigan state. We talk about Penn state. We talk about Michigan going down. Ohio state put up 77 points. Right, you got to score a lot of points to beat those guys. <laughs> yeah. How's anybody going to do it in that conference?
2: Yeah, I agree, man. They uh, Texas is a, uh, I don't know. Not a good week for Tom Herman. You know, got, kind of, got, kind of got exposed that he was maybe one of the people that was in Brett McMurphy's ear about uh, Zach Smith. Uh, you know, came out that he was he was the coach that took Zach Smith and the and the recruits to the uh, strip joint in Miami. Uh, and then he loses this first game uh, to Maryland. Uh, tough week for Tom Herman. Uh, Oregon wins uh, as ranked twenty four. Uh, hit on two games, guys. Before we switch over um, sports, uh, let's talk about the Gators, Todd. T- Todd teased it as he jumped off, off the air. Um, Florida wins 53-6 to six in Coach Dan Mullen's uh, debut. Felipe Franks, kind of the maligned quarterback, uh, who everyone's hoping that if Dan Mullen is truly the quarterback whisperer, that he can work with this kid. Because this kid was highly recruited out of, out of school. He, he originally signed with LSU, then flipped to Florida. He goes for five touchdowns in the first half. Um, had a QB rating. One of the guys who's, who's kind of an, a Florida Twitter uh, fanatic. Um, tweeted out during the week, he said he'll have a he'll he'll eat one chicken nugget for every uh, QBR ranking Felipe Franks gets. So oh, thinking, and he said he says I hope I, I at least get a 10 pack, right?
1: What's it at 147?
2: 212. <laughs> His quarterback rating was 212. <laughs> so he put a picture on Twitter the other day of all these chicken nuggets all cooked up and, you know, in front of him. But wow. look, he looked good. Um, it was one of those games, guys, you know, I watch obviously almost all the snaps as a, as a fan. Um, I kept saying to myself, pump the brakes. It's Charleston Southern. It's, you know, um, they're supposed to look good. Um, but I like that they – I think they had 11 guys catch passes. Um, they they – they get – they were – they had given up zero first downs until the end of the first half. That the, Charleston Southern busted off like a sixty-five yard run with like thirty seconds to go, and now it's like, can they preserve the shutout? Right? And so, first play stop for loss. Second play incomplete pass. Third play stop for loss. Call a timeout. Line up for the field goal at the end, and we blocked the field goal, and the crowd went crazy. The team went crazy, you know. And they ended up uh, scoring at the end of the game, and we blocked the extra point and ran it back for two point conversion. Um, we got a couple of turnovers in the, in the in the second half. We got our we got our second string in. It was a good first, it was a good first game. We're, we opened up as a 15 point favorite against Kentucky next week, uh, looking for our 32nd straight win over Wildcats. Um, I'm happy with what I saw. Still a long way to go, but it was a good good start to the Mullen, the Mullen campaign. Bill, what was the talk down there? Was it were people happy?
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh you know where I where I get the conversations are at the golf course on Sunday morning. Because okay. there's there's Rodney from West Virginia, and there's Gary from Georgia. <laughs> there's you know there's a bunch of guys from Florida and Florida. Everybody's State.
2: got their team, yeah. And
1: all, yeah, so they're all very happy. Uh, they all uh, Felipe Franks was the topic of conversation, you know, uh, around the uh, putting green early in the morning. So that's a good thing. Very good. Um, like you said, um, okay. we'll have to see what happens. Then,
2: yep, USC. Um, USC was, uh, and I'm talking South Carolina. Um, I, I have my eye on that game just because my daughter's there. Uh, Bill, she was in the stadium about 20 rows up in the student section. Um, game time, kickoff temp 96 degrees with a feels like of 104. Wow! Yeah, so she didn't make it the, till till halftime, but I, you know, they were up. Thirty-five to three at halftime, or something like that, over Coastal Carolina. Right. Um, but but they looked good. I think they'll move into the top twenty-five with Texas's loss. And I think I think we're going to see. Obviously, uh, Miami's going to going to fall far because they just looked bad in their loss. I think Michigan's going to fall. I think I think uh, Michigan State and Penn State will fall, but they won't fall out of the top twenty-five. But they'll they'll fall with some rankings. And I think you'll see UCF, Mississippi State. Um, but I think USC is going to jump in there heading into next week's
0: games. I'm looking forward to the USC Georgia game. We got a battle of two ex defensive coordinators, SEC defensive coordinators that are now head coaches, and in- must champ and Kirby Smart. And I think with Florida, Georgia, and USC, I think that's where the champion from the SEC East is going to come from. So it's a really important game early in the season.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be one of the momentum games. You know, I mean, the Gamecocks, it's going to be a night game. You'll get that 2001 Space Odyssey opening. Uh, it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be loud. Um, can Can USC just avoid that 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 punch in the mouth start? You know that a, a Georgia team is is physically able to do. Um, but I'll tell you, you know USC's got a new offensive coordinator. Um, taught, or Shea, you you know between Muschamp and and Kirby Smart, they're focused on stopping the ball. You know they're they're you know they'll let the they'll let the offenses figure it out. But they 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 gotta get good good play on defense. So. That's fun to watch. And then, obviously, uh, I don't know what Texas has to stop Clemson, but we'll, we'll see um, about that. UCLA at Oklahoma. Boy, UCLA laid an egg in Chip Kelly's debut, didn't they?
0: They lost the game, right? Yeah, they lost they to Cincinnati. They lost the game to Cincinnati.
2: <laughs> Home opener uh, in, in the Rose Bowl.
1: Scott Euler, a happy guy in Cincinnati, right, Sean?
2: Scott Euler, extremely happy. Oh, I see here the, the Georgia South Carolina game is a three thirty on CBS game, so it's not under the lights. Um, interesting there.
1: Can I give you one? Can I give you one? Uh, one last shout out for the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils.
2: Yes, uh, I right.
1: know they they played the University of Texas San Antonio. They're only in their eighth season of D one football, um, but uh, but hey, they handled them very well. Herm Edwards gets a win, uh, so very way to go, Sun Devils. We'll see what happens. Well, Bill, you know why they got to win, right? Because Herm Edwards says you play to win the game.
0: <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> yep. Exactly. Most popular Bye. line on Twitter in Arizona. <laughs>
2: oh, hey, Shay, one more, one more big game on the West Coast. I didn't realize um, this was this early in the season. Uh, USC at Stanford.
0: We can do. Mm. Um,
2: yeah, that's a that, that's a big that's a big one
0: that that'll be fun that'll be fun um USC's playing a, a true freshman quarterback who's a stud he is an absolute stud um the kid actually reclassified he's supposed to be a senior in high school this year he reclassified so he could go to UC, USC a year early um, is that right? just yeah just a brilliant guy um, first
2: true freshman to start there since Matt Barkley
0: wow
2: it, and Matt Barkley was the only true freshman to ever start there all right let's let's move out of let's move out of uh, college football let's talk golf really quick um boy bryson de uh if this was a couple years ago he would have just clinched the tour championship like vj singh did um he wins the first two playoffs he he wins by two strokes over justin rose that was a pretty pretty good pretty good performance huh bill did you get a chance to watch i, I, watched, I watched a lot of, it. of all four rounds yeah
1: i watched a lot of it i'm going to tell you right now we're i think we're going to see in 10 years a ton of young teenage boys um spouting numbers, you know, and, and, uh, talking Amazing. about, yeah, the like, shafts, same, yeah, yeah the same length shafts. And he, and he was, I don't know if you saw his post match interview, but someone said, so what do you think about, you know, next week he said, look, I'm feeling comfortable. The putting's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Uh, he said, I don't think I can be beat pretty much. I'm paraphrasing, but he goes, if I keep playing while I'm playing, mm-hmm. I can't be beat. <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways,
2: well, you know, in, in kind of a, maybe a preview Ryder cup pairing, they had Tiger and Bryson DeChambeau played yesterday,
1: and I and, and, and Bryson was you know it was his idol and that was great. So um, you know it's good right. to know that he's but he, a ton beat of it, he
2: beat Tiger by five strokes. Yes, he did. And as a as a best ball, they shot sixty. Wow. So might be a might be a nice pairing. Good. Um, tennis bill update us on tennis. Cause we, uh, we've had Ooh. some good matches. Yeah. Uh, all the big boys are still in on the, on the men's side as far as Federer Djokovic and, and, uh, Nadal. Um, women yeah. has had a, a little shakeup.
1: Yeah. So let's, I mean, really what, we got three women in the, uh, in the quarters, you know, it was four last year. We got three. So you got Serena Williams, uh, and Sloan Stevens have a shot. If they can both win their quarterfinal matches, they can meet in the semis. Um, you've got Madison keys who was in the finals with Sloan last year. She advanced to the quarters. Sharapova will probably advance and play her, the um, tomorrow or Thursday or Wednesday. Uh, so once again, it's a possibility to have three women in the semis, <laughs> three U S women at the U S open, which is great. So we'll see if that happens. Um, not sure, but you never know on the men's side, boy, you got Djokovic against Federer lining up really well. You got Nadal playing team tomorrow they've never met on anything but clay so that'll be interesting to see them play on hard court uh but um you know joker is on a roll so um it'll be the roger joker semi would be a ton of fun to watch so that's where we're at
2: shade did you happen to see serena's outfit yesterday
0: i didn't see it was it was it a cat suit again
1: bill you want to explain it to him no he's look at so he she knew the french uh director of the french the U.S. French Open was going to say something about the cat suit. She's wearing basically a a one cold shoulder tutu. It's okay. very awesome. So you'll like it. Um, so Shay, let me know when you see the tutu what you think about it.
2: That's <laughs> it <what> was. It <laughs> was weird. She's wearing a. I'm not lying.
1: She's wearing a tutu.
2: <laughs> it was. It was a blue baby blue tutu, one shoulder, almost like a toga top. Yeah. With a tutu bottom.
1: Is Sean, it's called a cold yeah. shoulder. It's called a cold shoulder. Yeah okay all right but but anyways she's worn it every young one
0: she's worn it every match (laughs) oh she has yeah yeah just different colors i respect tradition and i understand and i understand it but just let them have some fun right you you go through all the controversy with the cat suit last week and now she's gonna wear a tutu this week like just go have some fun yeah like why try to, to put restrictions on everything like it was, just funny.
2: it was just funny as I'm flipping through the channels and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it just caught me off guard. Yeah. Um,
1: I'll give you a story. Dominic Team, who's gonna be playing Nadal, he's infamous for wearing a shirt five years ago that had a hole in the back. A hole about the size of a, I don't know, I don't know, about that <laughs> big, right? The a size of a putt, a, a four and a half inches like a cup in golf. A hole, just a hole in the back of a shirt. Right. It started getting sunburned. So he asked one of the ball girls or ball boys to put sunscreen on the hole in the back of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sometimes, sometimes you get creative and it hurts. That's all I can say. <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah. Hey,
2: I know Todd's not here, Bill, but give us a uh, EPL oh, update. Boy, you know, I'm Todd's
1: telling you right really now, he sent me a text, you know, and uh, I, I got to mention that first of all, Liverpool is still doing great. That's his home, that's his team. But the team to watch for right now that's having an amazing start is Watford. I have no idea who Watford is, uh, but I knew I know I saw Elton John in the press box and the owners' box uh, going crazy with the Watford win. They were down one nil with about ten minutes ago and ended up winning the game two one. So um, go Watford! There you go. Nice, All right. I like it. Cool.
2: All right, let's uh, let's hit on uh, Major League Baseball, Bill. Boy, we had a, a changing of the tides out west in the National League. Look, the, the East is done, the Central's done in American League. Uh, Houston is hanging on, and it looks like the A's are gonna take that fourth spot. Um Shay, your Seattle Mariners are close, but but the, the action's really happening in the NL West. Man, that, that race has gone completely upside down. Remember, if we go back, I don't know, ten episodes, the Dodgers were what, six games back and, and really looking bad. Bill, did you see that kind of the the turnaround this weekend with Matt that Kemp? Yeah. big series between Kemp and mm-hmm. the uh, Diamondbacks?
1: Yeah. So they're they're uh, game back going into today's play. I'm not sure what happened today, to be quite honest. But um, yeah, I think that, look at the Dodgers have all the money, all the talent. They picked up Manny Machado for crying out loud at the at the All Star break. Uh, the trade the trade deadline. I'm sorry. So they've got uh, on paper they should win the West. But man, the D backs just don't give up. You got the Rockies. Ooh, what a thunk that they'd be a part of it. Um I think, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see the Dodgers win. I think the D-backs get the wild card. They're going to get the one-game playoff, a chance to advance. Uh, so we'll see. I do want to throw out uh, – by the way, the Tampa Bay Rays have won their uh, – uh, they're now 10 games over uh, 500, and only three games behind those Mariners. Uh, just want to point that out, Shay, that uh, watch out for the Tampa Bay Rays. We want to finish first man out of the playoffs. We're, we're playing hard for that. <laughs> hey, listen,
2: right now uh, Dodgers win today – Colorado okay. wins they're in a virtual tie. Okay. Uh they are tied atop the West. Um and the D
1: backs are two back.
2: Yeah. And the wild card right now in the West is Milwaukee and St. Louis are are the right now, the mm-hmm. season ended, are the uh wild card.
1: How far back are the is the uh are the Rockies slash Dodgers and the uh D backs? Does it tell you uh, that?
2: Slash Rockies are half game back.
1: Yeah, there you go. Behind yeah, so and then Arizona, that means two and a half. So
2: in Philadelphia. So I mean that's gonna be a fun thing to watch oh, yeah. because yeah. You know, Braves. Braves are four games up right now. Um, you know, and they were they played Boston this weekend. So, that was a tough, uh, tough stretch there. Boston's still on pace to to win 106 games, um, and and both Baltimore and Kansas City are going to probably be hitting the 100 loss uh, number here soon. Can't, Baltimore should hit it this this week.
1: Baltimore hits Tampa Bay this weekend. We'll do it there.
2: All right, and guys, let's let's finish up on the NFL. Uh, NFL season starts this week. Shay, your Dirty Birds open up on the road against the world champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, that's a, a good opening slate. I, I haven't really looked at the whole slate, but coming out of, coming out of preseason, who are you looking at, Shay, as, as teams to watch, and what are you excited about with the NFL?
0: That's a good question, man. There's been a lot of moves in the offseason. I think teams to watch, uh, opening week, the, the game to watch, in my opinion, is Houston versus New England. Uh, Houston's going to go to New England. Um, They have, uh, geez, his name slips to me. Uh, What's the quarterback for Houston? Deshaun Deshaun Watson, the guy from, from Clemson. Uh, He's back and he's healthy. He's going to start week one. You got JJ Watt and, and and clowning on that defense there. I know, you know, one of the games I'll be watching
2: here in Midwest is uh, Cleveland goes to Pittsburgh. Um, Coming off a five and O preseason doesn't mean anything because Baltimore is five and O two. But you know, Baker Mayfield and that team, I don't think Baker's going to start. I think Tyrod Taylor's going to start, but Nick Chubb in the backfield, defense is strong. Uh, if somehow Cleveland can can win that game, who knows? Um, you know, see what happens there. Uh, Bill, what, do you, what are you paying attention to other than the, that team out in L.A.?
1: Yeah, Chiefs-Chargers, that's a big game for the West, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, how about Buccaneers at New Orleans without Jameis Winston? Oh, boy. Uh, so Ryan <laughs> Fitzpatrick leading the Buccaneers. Uh, we'll see how that goes. They have they have a death march for the first three games without Jameis, so their season could be over. They got to go at least one and two. So we'll see how that – That's that's what we're watching down here,
2: guys. Let's let's uh, we're having some storms come into to, to headquarters central there down in a, in St. <laughs> Pete. So let's uh, let's try and get out of here quickly. Uh, Shea,
0: uh, NBA training camp starts this week, guys. Ooh, God, really, so, uh, <laughs> it's right around the corner. NBA season's right around the corner. And I know we don't talk about it on this podcast, but the WNBA Conference Finals, they both are going to decisive game fives. Tomorrow night, it's really, really fun watch. I know a lot of people aren't necessarily fans of women's basketball, but it's some of the best basketball you're going to find. And right now, it's the only basketball you're going to find on TV. so. (laughs) So, So tell us who are the four teams left? All right, so you've got the Atlanta Dream and the Washington Mystics, uh, which is an interesting series because the Mystics, um, Elena Deladon is their yeah, star player, and she's absolutely amazing. She got hurt, and so she missed two games. Well, she missed a game and a half. The Dream actually won those games. She comes back for the game last night, and she plays 38 minutes, puts up a double-double, and she's vowing to play game five as well. So that'll be fun to watch. And then you she wore a brace on west- her leg? Yeah, she was wearing a brace on the knee, but she played the full game. It was, it was insane. Like, she didn't look like she missed a beat. But that's when the the passion and all the endorphins just come in, and you just want to win, right? We talk about playing to win championships. She's never won a championship. You know, this is uh, Della Don's one of the girls who, uh, one of the young ladies who actually went to UConn, stayed a week, left, and she ended up uh, attending school in Delaware. So she's mm-hmm. never won a championship in her life. She's not like these girls that went to Tennessee and UConn. So, you know, it's it's fun to watch her, and I'm definitely rooting for her, even though she's playing against the Atlanta Dream.
2: Yeah, and then
0: who's in the West? So on the West, you've got the Seattle Storm and the Phoenix Mercury. Uh, <laughs> it's, that, it, it's it's really exciting ball. I mean, if you follow basketball or, or women's basketball in particular, you'll see names like Diana Tarazzi and Sue yeah. Bird and Brittany Griner, all those big names. Are, are playing against each other here, and it's just, it's so fun to watch. Sue Bird broke her nose last game for Seattle, and she's already said she's playing game five, Nothing's stopping. Her. <laughs> yeah, Grind- Griner and Tarasi, is a that's a that's a great combination.
1: So
2: that should have been the headline: Bird breaks her beak in. <laughs> but
1: I'm fine. <laughs> Bird breaks beak.
2: Yes, exactly. Out to
1: be back. Okay, sorry.
2: So, shake NBA. That, that was the WNBA update here. Only here on the stare down. What's what's on your schedule this week? You flying home, or are you staying in Atlanta another week?
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and head home tomorrow. Um, of course, I'll make a pit stop in the adult Disney World and uh, go <laughs> ahead and uh, good. <laughs> 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 So I'll make a pit stop there, and then I'll, I'll be back in. Southwest Wednesday. just happens uh, to have layovers there, huh? Boom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like a six-hour layover for some reason. Amazing. Oh, so How'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Wednesday I'll be back in the office uh, with the Blazers, uh, ready to get things going for the season.
2: Right on. Good to hear. Bill, what do you got on the schedule this week?
0: Um, for the podcast, it's
1: Jane Floyd. Sean, you're going to love her. She's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country. She's here wow. in Tampa. Yeah, 25 years in the business, just dynamic. I mean, she's really cool. So her episode releases on um, Tuesday morning, or tomorrow morning. Uh, and for me, it's uh, I have a, I'm, I'm speaking to uh, the Sanibel Captiva Association on Wednesday talking about business planning, Sean, how important that is. Uh, and so I've got multiple spreadsheets, an easy spreadsheet, a really complicated spreadsheet, and one that's impossible. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I talk about all three of them because I want them. You know, you know how important. You've had those conversations we got to, you know, a, a realtor is a, they're like a startup. They're like the, they're the original entrepreneurial startups. You're, you're a little corporation and you're all on your own and you got to treat it like it's a business, right? You got to have a plan. And so I, the way I, I, I call this from different, I, I kind of grab this from different sources. Um, really smart people like Jack Miller at T3. Oh yeah. Good guy. So I, I've got this great data I put together and uh, try to convince some agents to think about their future. Right. So. Awesome. How about you?
2: I'm uh, uh, hitting the road. My my, my fall tour starts uh, starts this week. I'm getting in a plane on Friday, or on, I'm sorry, on Wednesday to head over to Washington D.C. Uh, spend the day with my brother that day, drinking some craft beers and, and uh, catching up. And then I'll get up in the next morning and drive over to Chesapeake Bay, Maryland, to speak at the Banker Mid Atlantic uh, Leadership Retreat. I'm uh, going to talk about getting in gear, how to go from zero to success in 19. Um, and it's a, it's a fun kind of car theme that I do, uh, and it's, it's gonna be a a, a lot of fun. And then I, uh, stay one more night with my brother. Then I get back into town and, um, working with a couple clients right now, just getting their homes ready to put on the market here, hopefully, uh, middle of September. So, Hey, look, it's been a, been a tough show, Bill. Appreciate all the work you're going to have to do on (laughs) post-production, uh, Shay, safe travels home. And more importantly, uh, a lot of love and, and good thoughts to your grandma. Uh, we'll all be thinking about her. Uh, hopefully, all of our Staredown listeners will send some good vibes as well. So, on behalf of Shay,
0: Todd, who's at dinner right now, <laughs> Bill, and Sean Carpenter, thanks for listening to the Staredown.